You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Give Your Life Away podcast. You may have noticed that last week there was not a podcast episode available on Monday. That's because I was snowed in and wasn't able to get into the office to record the episode. So my apologies for that, but who knew that Prescott would be getting two feet of snow in about 24 hours. So here we are back again with another episode. Throughout the first year, uh, actually throughout the first third of this year, I've been focusing this podcast on the area of personal holiness. Later in the year, we'll spend time looking at evangelism for a time and then uh, your commitment to the local church for a time after that. But in thinking about personal holiness, much of where we grow and the means by which we grow happen in the local church. And as I've said, I'll be focusing on that later in the year. But there is an environment that some Christians have grown in throughout church history that isn't mentioned in the Bible. In fact, this environment of growth has really only become more popular as the ease of transportation has increased. The environment I'm talking about is the Christian conference or the Christian retreat. The New Testament expects that our primary place of growth would be in the local church. However, with more teachers being accessible with the ease of transportation, the Christian church has sought to take advantage of both the giftedness of particular teachers and also time away with others for spiritual refreshment. As I do this podcast, 26 men from our church, Canyon Bible Prescott, are preparing to attend the 2019 Shepherds Conference in Los Angeles. In about a month from now, close to 20 ladies from our church will be headed to Phoenix for a Gospel Coalition conference called Better Than Eden, and that's taught by Nancy Guthrie. Now, conferences or retreats can be blessings to Christians. However, some intentionality is required in order to truly benefit from these times away. So a believer is to respond to truth and to put in their life certain disciplines or certain practices, certain Christ-like character, not just hear information about the Bible, not just understand sound theology, not just sit under sermons, but they're supposed to do something with that. So as we learn more and more, we are called to put into practice more and more what we've learned. Just sitting at a conference doesn't sanctify anybody. Listen to what Martin Lloyd-Jones said. He said, The great need in the Christian life is for self-discipline. This is not something that happens to you in a meeting. You have to do it. And this is helpful because there's always a temptation for believers to think that because we know something more or know something better or more deeply, therefore we are growing. This temptation might be even greater when you're at a conference or retreat setting and getting specific spiritual teaching in a concentrated fashion over a short period of time. So the idea can be that because we're learning more and more, we are automatically growing. That's not true. Growth takes sanctified, takes Holy Spirit-driven effort to, to achieve. So the first thing I would say is when you go to a conference or retreat, don't imagine that you will automatically grow just by sitting in a chair and going there. You've got to make an effort to respond to the teaching that you're sitting under. So if we follow Lloyd-Jones's quote, he would encourage us to continue striving for holiness rather than just learning more about it. 
Now, with all that being said, let me encourage you with a few tips for attending a conference or retreat. These are some things that I've thought through in my life as I've been the product of a number of uh, wonderful conferences and times away. So let, let me give you some tips for attending something like this, like a conference or retreat. First, go into it with a prayerful heart. Again, don't think that just because Speaker A or Speaker B is going to be there or because it's going to be in the mountains or by a lake or by an ocean, that it's just going to be wonderful for you spiritually just because. Go in actually needing the Lord to move. You need His Spirit to blow, to give life. So go into it with a prayerful heart. Two, don't feel like you need to remember everything about everything that was taught. So there's a lot that's taught in a conference or retreat setting. Sometimes you have two or three or four sessions or sermons in a particular day. And if you try to remember every single thing and respond to every single thing, it could be more frustrating than anything. People have likened this type of environment to drinking from a fire hose. You don't actually drink in all the water. A lot of it splashes all around you. Now, Here's something that's important to understand on the other side, though. You and I will be responsible for the truths that are in the Bible. All of them. Jesus constantly was telling people, have you not read? Have you not heard? He expected even the Gentiles to understand certain things about the Old Testament scriptures. So we will be responsible for all the truths that are in the Bible. But at the same time, we do have human limitations, and it's important for us to major on what the Holy Spirit has been preaching to our hearts so the thing that you are impacted by in that sermon is the thing that you should be dwelling on and responding to. You might be at a conference or retreat and be convicted of a particular sin. D don't, don't try to embrace every single word every single preacher or speaker has said that whole weekend to the neglect of that Holy Spirit prompting in your heart. So, so don't feel like you need to remember everything about everything right then and there. That'll be a lifetime of learning and understanding what's in the scripture, but, but pay special attention to the things that you're convicted by or encouraged by or motivated to do in that conference setting. So one, go in with a prayerful heart. Two, don't feel like you need to remember everything about everything. Third, don't go to a conference or retreat looking for what's wrong with everybody else. Sometimes you can go to conferences and retreats and it's just a bunch of people who agree with everything and they just look at all those who don't agree with them and the whole goal of the conference is look at everyone else, they're wrong. Well, as Christians, we're not just against bad things, against bad doctrine. We're for something. We're for someone. We're for Jesus Christ and his glory. So go to a conference or retreat looking for how you might grow and bring him more glory, not just what's wrong with the rest of the world or the rest of the evangelical church or whatever it may be. Go to learn more about God and go to have a humble go with a humble view of yourself. Fourth, go to a conference not just with the goal of learning, learning something new, but of being reminded of something. Many of the exhortations in the Old and New Testament aren't brand new pieces of revelation to the people they're written to. A lot of what Moses says and the prophets say and Jesus said and the writers of the epistles said is to remind people of truths that they already knew, but they need to be responding to more faithfully. Each year when we attend this particular conference with our men, I give them three assignments each day. They're to note three things. Here they are. First, 
I want them to identify something that day that they learned. There will be new information to, to take in, to gather. But secondly, I want them to, as much as that, I want them to identify something that they already knew but realized in that day, in that session, under that sermon, that they really needed to be reminded of. They need to think about again. Third, I encourage the men in our church at this conference, and I would encourage the ladies at the future conference that we're going to, to identify something that you're thankful for as well. A lot of times you go to a conference and you learn things. You learn things to, to guard against or you learn things to do, and there's a lot of conviction. I haven't been doing this particular thing. I need to do this better. So there's a lot of conviction and even uh, th this idea of you're going to learn uh, what to guard against. But it's important also to remember there are, there are a lot of things to be thankful for when you go to a conference. Maybe you hear something taught and you think, you know what? I learned that five years ago from my friend or from my previous pastor or from my grandparents. So you can thank the Lord that you knew that and you were made aware of that even five years previously. You can thank the Lord for Christian fellowship. You can thank the Lord uh, for something based in the passage that's being preached to you. So again, sometimes in intense learning environments, we're, we're kind of being corrected or we're seeking to uh, put on certain things or put off certain things. And a lot of times we can think about what we haven't been doing right or uh, the things that we need to do. But it's important as believers to always be thankful. Look for the things to be thankful for. So again, this is all under the umbrella of number four. Go to a conference not just with the goal of learning, but also of being reminded of truths that you needed to reflect on. Number five, the fifth encouragement I'd give to you when attending a conference or retreat is to share these experiences with another believer. I don't know if you've ever read the Bible with someone, just read it with them and talked about what was in there. Maybe you read a psalm together. You can read a passage by yourself and think and meditate on it, and that's wonderful. But there's Sometimes when you do that with someone else, just one-on-one, -on -one, and they pull out insights that you had never thought of or observations that you'd never thought of, that's a special thing. And you can even end, end that by praying for one another and encouraging one another in the pursuit of what that passage would call you to. So when you're at a conference or a retreat, oftentimes you're doing it with another person. Maybe it's a spouse, a friend, a church group. I would encourage you to discuss and really digest those things that you've been learning or being reminded of together. So do it together. Go to a conference or retreat, fellowshipping together, understanding what you've learned together, digesting it together. Sixth and finally, thank the Lord for the local church leadership that is over you. There is the temptation in this day to prize famous gifted men and women who teach us. They aren't our pastor, they aren't our elder, but they're a wonderful writer or a wonderful preacher. Be thankful for their gifts. This is a special kindness of God to us. Learn from them. But be committed to learning from your elders in your local church in the day-to-day in the -day fashion, in the day-to-day -day, uh, rhythm of life. The Holy Spirit has literally, literally placed you under their leadership, not the leadership of this famous pastor or preacher that might live five states away or a continent away. God didn't set up Christian conferences to be our main source of spiritual edification. He set up the local church and her elders who are to shepherd the flock of God among them. So you might have a guest shepherd who gives you the occasional wonderful meal or two at a green pasture, 
but your everyday shepherd has been the one who's been fighting the wolves from reaching you week in and week out. These local shepherds are the ones looking for green pastures for you to feed on every single week, week in, week out. And these local shepherds, the one God's given you in your local church, are the ones who specifically pray for you by name on a regular basis. And they'll be the ones that will make sure your needs are taken care of when there is that time of need. Sometimes those are spiritual needs. Sometimes they're physical needs. They are the ones who seek to care for you, not the world-famous pastor who doesn't even know who you are. So attend and enjoy a Christian conference or retreat. But be thankful for the local flock and the local shepherding that God has placed you under. So I hope these ideas are helpful to you and that you'll really benefit from any conference or retreat that you attend in the future. These are sweet kindnesses from God. And so we're grateful for these things. I just want you to go in with some intentionality and just a real understanding of where they fit overall in your Christian life. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.